Hey, this is Nick here. I wanted to send a quick message to the founders out there. If you're raising your first round of capital and you're not located in the Bay Area, New York City, or Boston, we'd love to connect with you. Newstack leads deals for founders that don't fit the standard Silicon Valley profile and are located in undercapitalized areas. If that describes you, or if you know a startup that fits that description, please send us an email. It's team at newstack.vc. Now here's a word from our partners. This episode of TFR is brought to you by Pacific Western Bank. Pacific Western is the leading provider of venture debt and banking services to startups, growth stage companies, and their investors. Go to pacwest.com to learn more. Welcome to the podcast about investing in startups, where existing investors can learn how to get the best deal possible. And those that have never before invested in startups can learn the keys to success from the venture experts. Your host is Nick Moran, and this is The Full Ratchet. Welcome to another special release of Investor Stories. On this installment, the experts discuss a startup that they did not invest in, why they passed, and if there was a key learning that now informs their approach. Here's the segment called Why I Passed. On our special segment series today, we have Joanne Wilson. Joanne, can you tell us a story about a startup that you chose not to invest in, why it was that you passed, and if there was a key learning that now informs your approach? I wish I could say there's one that, damn, I'm sorry I missed on that one. Um, <laughs> but there's one at the very beginning when I started this, I had the ability to invest in one company that had actually become really good, big, and it was a note. And I thought they should be doing equity. I didn't believe in the note. But then I learned, wait a second, everyone does notes in this angel investing stuff. So that was a lesson learned. But in general, I meet so many different entrepreneurs every day. And sometimes people come in and talk to me and I think, wow, great business. Too bad it's yours. Wow. And so, and other times I have people come and go, go, wow, you're freaking amazing. This is such an awful business. So I do think that the lessons have been where wrong decisions have been made in the companies or companies have closed. How to keep the door open has really been a learning lesson for me and entrepreneurs. You know, in general, every day is a learning lesson. And there's no real in particular great story except the one about the person I made wire me the money back. <laughs> um, but in general, you know, I feel like all of these entrepreneurs I've invested in are an extension of my family. And all I want to do is see them have success at the level they want to see them success at. And some are bigger and some are smaller. Sort of a shame when that business founder fit or product founder fit just isn't there. It is, but you hear less about that, but there's more of that than there is success stories. On today's special segment, we have Jeffrey Carter. Jeffrey can you tell us a story about a startup that you chose not to invest in, why it was that you passed, and if there was a key learning that now informs your approach? There's one I passed on that I really wish I would have written a check for. My reason for passing was probably not a good reason, and the startup is farm logs. I came through HPA. I had a chance to write a check, and I'm trying to raise a fund. You know, I'm raising a fund with Westwood Ventures, and so I wanted to differentiate myself from the group make sure that I had enough outside deals that weren't group deals. And so I passed. It was a great company. I knew the space really well. I think the future of the company is bigger than what they're letting on right now. So that's one I, I passed on that 
I really wish I would have done. And that was, you know, a Y Combinator company as well. There are some that I passed on and I'm glad I passed because either the company's failed or they just haven't really gone anywhere. I think um, the ones that I pass on, usually they have to do with the fact that I don't think the founder can sell or build a team or the company feels like it's solving too small of a problem. It doesn't feel like it can get big, so it's it's sort of restricted by the vision or the parameters that people set up. And sometimes the other reason that I would pass is I like to have a relationship with the founders. I don't mind if they disagree with me at all. In fact, sometimes it's healthy, but I think in many cases, they're just so averse to considering any other viewpoint. They're not what's called coachable. And so if you can't work with a founder, then it doesn't behoove you to invest at a seed level because it's just going to be a rocky relationship, no matter how good the company ever becomes. The other reason that I passed, I passed on some deals that I thought were absolutely spectacular deals. And I passed because of the valuation or the structure of the deal. And in some cases, although this has changed for me, in the first few years when I was investing, I would only invest in the Midwest because I wanted to invest close to me. And now that's not necessarily true. So I invested in a company in Toronto last year getvideostream.com. If you have an Android phone with a Chromecast, it's an amazing product, Yep, an amazing team. I passed on a deal out of Auburn, California. They were raising their early stage round. Great team, great product. I really loved everything about it, except it was in Auburn, California. So I passed. A year later, the same entrepreneur came back to me and said, I would love to have you in this deal. Do you want to get in? I said, I really do, but the price was significantly higher. And I still got in. I got in, I did the deal, and the company is risk and he's blowing the doors off everything. He's a great entrepreneur, great company. Since we invested in the last round, he set up an Atlanta office. He's probably hired another 30 employees, and he's just doing really well. So I learned from my mistake. <laughs> but it was my focus of saying, I'm only going to do Midwest. Not dissimilar from the uncoachable entrepreneur that stopped me from investing in the company. So it wasn't him, it was me. It's interesting. We had Dave Burkus on the program, and he had a mm -hmm. rule that I think his investments had to be within fine distance of his single prop plane. And mm -hmm. uh, I think he passed on Amazon. He had ah. a seed opportunity. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, yeah. With one of his... Get a better plane. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Time to upgrade to the jet. <laughs> yeah. At this point, if you're a VC, you've heard of Carta. You've probably even accepted securities from a portfolio company on the platform. It feels like every new company is using Carta, and there's already 16,000 VC-backed companies on the platform. They also offer tools and services for VCs like fund administration. Carta has an army of fund accountants delivering high-quality service and dedicated teams of engineers constantly improving the functionality of their user-friendly investor platform with in-app quarterly reporting, real-time fund metrics, LP portals, and more. It's also easy to switch from an existing fund administrator or to augment your in-house team with their service. Learn more about their services at carta.com forward slash investors. And this episode of TFR is brought to you by Pacific Western Bank. 
Pacific Western specializes in providing financial services to startups, growth stage companies, and their investors, helping to navigate financial obstacles by providing access to funds and expertise. Pacific Western's customized products and team of venture banking specialists provides a banking experience designed specifically with startups and VCs in mind. If you run a tech company or if you invest in tech companies, it's strongly advisable that you build a relationship with the folks at Pacific Western. Go to PacWest.com to learn more. For this installment of Why I Passed, we are speaking with Imran Ahmad of OCA Ventures. Imran, can you tell us a story about a startup that you chose not to invest in, why it was that you passed, and if there was a key learning that now informs your approach? This is always a tough thing for venture capitalists because there's a lot of good deals that you end up passing on that Bessemer calls it their unportfolio, I believe, <laughs> where it's companies that you really wish you'd hit, you know, the Facebooks of the world, uh, the Starbucks of the world, et cetera. So for, for me, I'd say, and I'm not going to name any names, but I'd say a company that I passed on was a, a loyalty program. And this was something that I thought was very capital intensive. It was something that at the end of the day, you're building a two-sided network and a two-sided model, and it can be incredibly difficult to do. And it was a crowded marketplace. There were a lot of people doing it. Their barriers to entry weren't that significant in my mind when I initially evaluated it. Obviously, the company's proven me wrong to date. And what you learn from these types of processes is that at the end of the day, if you find a very strong entrepreneur who's got the gumption and the team and the resources to get stuff done... A capital-intensive business is not necessarily the worst thing in the world. These things can be overcome. A business where there's a lot of competitors and a lot of people at play, it's not the worst thing in the world. There's going to be a leader that emerges, and fragmented markets are usually good things. You know, When I was in private equity, we would look for fragmented markets, develop a platform, and start rolling up a bunch of businesses within that platform. It's not quite the same on the venture side of the equation. However, finding a fragmented market and then putting a bunch of money and backing a clear-cut leader allows you to really not necessarily put all the other companies down in the space, but have one true leader emerge. How many food delivery startups are there? Yet Grubhub and Seamless eventually emerged victorious. And so those types of business models are... uh, are tough to avoid, and it's it's anyone's game. Venture capital is, again, a risky business, but it also has a little bit of luck that's involved, and you're going to pass on deals, and that's just part of the game. So you mentioned entrepreneur gumption, and you talked about sort of these local businesses. So now that you've had that experience passing, what do you do next time around when you see that business again? What are the things that you're looking for that are going to push you to yes? Due diligence. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's going to be a big part of that. But at the end of the day, it's really seeing and checking your gut. And a lot of this business is a gut check. And uh, it's tough. I know I'm going to pass on some of these businesses again in the future. And that may be one of the hardest things to wake up to every morning if I passed on a billion-dollar business that ended up being Snapchat. I mean, who in their right mind thought Snapchat would have done as well as it has done. It's 
it's one of those things where, yeah, my message disappears. Okay. But things can do well that you're, you're just going to pass on. And so you have to be comfortable with that in this industry. Yeah. Chris Ye on episode two mentioned the same exact business Snapchat. And how could you predict that? I don't know. But I think uh, it's challenging not to second guess your focus and your strategy when those things happen. Yes, definitely. And maybe it's worth second guessing it if you keep passing on all these big deals. Thankfully, that hasn't happened yet for me, but you never know. That will wrap up this installment of Investor Stories. Head over to thefullratchet.net to leave a comment, sign up for the newsletter, or find resources discussed on any of the episodes. Until next time, remember to over-prepare, choose carefully, and invest confidently. Thanks for listening.